Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. So you might be wondering, what is a mystical business owner exactly? Well, if you work as a tarot card reader, astrologer, Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle medium, or if you do any other kind of spiritual or mystical art as part of your profession, we are talking about you. I'm Teresa and my wonderful sidekick. Where are you? Hello, everyone. I am Bree. So we have both been self-employed mystics running our own businesses for decades upon decades. We know what goes into running a successful business. We know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. We do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. In each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic. And this year, we're focusing on one of our favorite topics to discuss. That is astrology for business. Today's topic is big planet and big business. We're talking about the Saturn-Pluto conjunction and what it means for business in 2020. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get this show started. I am so ready to get this show started. I mean, this is this is a really big, heavy topic, and um, you and I have talked about, you know, the astrology for 2020 behind the scenes, so I think this is going to be very topical for people. Um, who are interested in running their business in a very super metaphysical way. And, I mean, there's nothing more metaphysical than using astrology and applying it to things like your work. And Saturn and Pluto were conjunct actually on, on January 12th. So I think what we want to start, um, Bree, let's start by explaining what a conjunction is. Can you put that in layman's terms? Yes, I am so happy to, and I am really excited about this topic as well. In 2020, we have several really big conjunctions that happened. This was the first one that kind of kicked us off. So it's important to understand what a conjunction is. So a conjunction is a specific aspect. You'll see this word aspect used in astrology, and it just means a particular relationship between two planets or two celestial bodies. It could be a planet and an asteroid, for instance, but usually it's two planets. A conjunction, my favorite way of thinking about a conjunction is that you have two planets and they're kind of sitting next to each other on a park bench. So when planets are conjunct, it means that they are close to one another in the sky. And typically astrologers define a conjunction as being within 10 degrees of one another. So obviously planets are always moving, and so they can come into a conjunction with one another, come out, come back in. The conjunction can get closer and closer until they're right next to each other, or they can kind of be on, like, opposite sides of the bench but still on the same bench. And on January 12th, as Teresa said, we had two major outer planets conjunct with each other, those planets were Saturn and were Pluto. Teresa, would you add anything to that? Yeah, absolutely. So Saturn and Pluto, um, this conjunction only happens once every 34 years. 
So think about that for a second. This does not happen all the time. So this is like pretty important astrology. Um, You know, these are both very serious planets. And so when they get together, it is like having very serious people in the room about to deliver very serious news. That's what you want to think about. And, yes, I love that. And let's add to the seriousness with some more seriousness because these two planets are currently in Capricorn. They're in the sign of Capricorn. And as we know, Capricorn is the business sign of the zodiac. So can you give us some insight, T, on how these two planets fare in the sign of Capricorn since that's where we have them? Sure. Well, Capricorn, Pluto's been in Capricorn now for about a decade, and it's going to be there until 2024. Pluto is the planet of transformation. And so Pluto loves to tear things down and build things back up. Now, Capricorn symbolizes business. It symbolizes government. Um, it, it, it can also symbolize, you know, um, uh, what else, like uh well, because it's the Earth side, obviously things that are happening with the Earth, like climate, if we want to look at that as a bigger thing. But it, it, And it, I always think of, like, institutions, like banks. Yes. Like, you know, long, long-standing institutions I always associate with Capricorn. Absolutely. And also traditions. The things that we are yes. – that are traditional, the things that we have established. So, you know, those are really what you want to think about – Capricorn and money too, you know, so all of those things, I mean, money technically falls under Taurus, but I see money like Capricorn, like old money, you know, so all those things fall under Capricorn. So Pluto and Capricorn for the last decade, it's been coming along and it's been making a lot of changes in business, government, um, the state of the world, so to speak. All of that has been going through a very big change, and we've been able to see that, for example, in the whole political realm. It's been really intense for the last decade. It's going to be for another four years. Now, Saturn in Capricorn, Saturn loves being in Capricorn because Saturn is ruled by Capricorn. And so our Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. (laughs) And so Saturn, Saturn loves being here. Saturn adores being in Capricorn. It's very comfortable. You know, when it's in when when it's in Capricorn, it's basically saying, "I'm I'm very happy here. This is where my wheelhouse is." And so Saturn in Capricorn is really good for building businesses. It's good for building governments. It's almost like Saturn's coming along and helping to put divine order in all the things that Capricorn in Pluto or Pluto in Capricorn has been tearing down. So I would say Pluto and Capricorn is all about let's break up these traditions, let's tear down these governmental things, let's let's make business happen in a different way. And Saturn is coming along and saying, okay, well now let's put it all back together. So that's how I see it. I so it. with that being said, I mean, do you have anything to add to that? No, I love that. I think that's great. And so what do you think every business owner then needs to know about this conjunction, in your opinion? Well, the first thing that I would say is, you know, some of our listeners might be thinking, well, this conjunction happened on January 12th, so it's over, so, like, why do I care? And the first thing I would say is that with a conjunction like this, as Teresa said, this happens only about every 34 years, and these are two massively important planets. And when we talk about the outer planet, um, you know, so that's 
that is technically, now that we know about the asteroid belt, it's Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Um, in classical astrology, Jupiter and, and Saturn were not considered outer planets, but we do consider them to be outer planets. So, you know, with the outer planets, whatever they do affects us not just on a personal level, but also on a global level, as Teresa said. So while the conjunction happened on January 12th, the ripples, if you will, from that conjunction are going to flavor the whole of 2020. And so I think that that is an important thing for listeners to understand. Um, as far as business, you know, our, our personal businesses and also kind of the economic climate, you know, this conjunction between Saturn and Pluto, a lot of people saw this, a lot of astrologers were predicting that there was going to be some, like, cryptocurrency thing that would happen with this, and I did not think that would be the case. I don't think you can really talk about cryptocurrencies until you bring Uranus into the picture. Um, but, but I did think that there would be some shoring up of traditional financial institutions. You know, we need to remember that Pluto kind of works in waves. You know, it tears things mm. down and then they kind of stabilize and then it comes in and, and sort of, you know, shakes up the stability and things that aren't working get, get dissolved again. And so, you know, from a business perspective, one of the things to be aware of is that while there are these new cryptocurrencies, there's new ways of payment, um, our, our methods of payment are getting savvier and savvier. There's still a large number of the population who rely on more traditional methods of payment. So I just read an article about San Francisco actually saying no to businesses that want to get rid of cash transactions. There are There's a growing movement in businesses to get rid of all cash transactions and only use a card or Apple Pay or whatever. And cities are saying no because that kind of a decision, the populations that it hurts most are typically minority populations, disenfranchised populations, who often have trouble having, like, a bank account. So they work on a cash basis. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I was not surprised to see this. This felt very Saturn and Pluto conjunct to me. So, you know, for your own business, one of the things I would say, since we're in Capricorn, we're in business, we're dealing with money, is look at the ways that you have, that you make it available for people to pay you. And make sure that you are making it accessible for people who are not super technologically savvy to still be your clients. You know, if you, if you have gone to a more sophisticated payment system and you've noticed that you've had some drop-off, that may have nothing to do with your offerings or your marketing. It may have to do with the fact that some of your clients aren't able to navigate that as successfully. So that's one thing, super practical and kind of granular, but very important, you know, the way that we pay mm -hmm. and the way that we are paid. Um, another thing that I think it's important for business owners to know about, especially our listeners who tend to be doing more heart and soul-based businesses, um, Teresa, you alluded to this, you know, there is globally right now, it, it can kind of feel like we're always at a crisis point. And that is Pluto and Capricorn. That really is the energy of Pluto and Capricorn. I, I would advise business owners to align themselves with the energy of Saturn, which teaches moderation. It teaches restraint. And it also teaches 
to think about time in a in a bigger perspective. You know, we are, I know for myself, and I'm sure for you too, Teresa, like a lot of our clients right now um, feel so drained by the daily events that are like in their Facebook feed, in their news feed. And so for us as business owners, like, we need to be solid. We need to yep. be, you know, not not like cockeyed optimists. We need to be realists. But we also need to remind people that and remind our clients that, you know, we're working with big cycles of time and big cycles of energy. And, we, you know, the way that I think about it is, like, pan out a little bit and take the bird's eye perspective. Um, I also think that offerings, from an offerings perspective, with this conjunction, you know, being aware that there are going to be more conflicts coming up in the world, that people are going to feel called to stand up for what they believe in more and more. I think that it's important for business owners to make offerings available that are calming, that are centering, and that help people sustain their energy levels over the long haul. So, you know, Saturn is associated with longevity. So I would love all of our fellow mystical business owners to be thinking about longevity in your business. And this is really a year, in my opinion, for playing the long game. So you don't go for the quick reward. You go for the the long-term gain that is going to really benefit you. So those are some of the highlights for me. What about you, Teresa? Well, you know, one of the things that I'm really big about is, of of course, being practical. And I love everything that you said. It's interesting, though, when you talk about getting paid, I've actually gone in the opposite direction. Uh, instead of making it easier, you know, like having all different types of options on how to get paid, I'm really streamlining mm-hmm. because streamlining is another way that you can look at things. And so one of the things yeah. that I've done is I've streamlined my entire scheduling system and created a complete new structure around how people can make an appointment with me. And the reason why I, I did that, that is because one of the things that I've been doing is wasting way too much of my time chasing after people. And so I really went over all of my ways of scheduling with a fine-tooth comb, and I made my schedule more streamlined so when people – uh, want to schedule, now it's like they can go on, they can pick the appointment they want, they can see when I'm available, they can click on that, they fill out an intake form, and the intake form I made is mandatory, and then they can make their payment and it's done, and they get reminders automatically sent to them. So I am no longer having to chase people down. And that is a really big CEO move, and it's super, super practical. So I would say for people also, look at ways you're wasting time in your business. Look at those places where you are taking 10 steps when you can take two. And look for ways to redo your structures because Saturn and Capricorn and Pluto and Capricorn has a lot to do with our structures. And if you have sound structures that, first of all, save you time and streamline things and create breathing room, you're going to be able to put your attention towards other things that are going to make money for your business. And I also like to think about, too, If you've been running your business the same way for a million years, this is a good time to look under the hood of your business and say, what needs to go? What needs to change? And for some people also, it may be time to think about, you know, do I need to get online more? Do I need to, Mm -hmm. you know, update my website? 
you know, all of these things are things that you need to be thinking about. So I love what you say about payment, but I also wanted to add your structure has to make sense for you. And if it's not working, and i got to tell you, Bree, the way I had things set up to do appointments with me created so much extra work and headaches for me and so much chasing people. It, I, I got sick of it. And this, I used that conjunction to really get everything all set up. I love that. I mean, that's so in alignment with Saturn, too, because Saturn is so about, Saturn is so about time. You know, yes. it's about time management, and it's about time, you know, timeliness and appropriate timing. And so I really, I really resonate with that, and I love that, and I completely agree. You know, your structures need to make sense for you. And, again, don't think about the structure that's going to work for the next, like, three months or six months. Think about the structure yeah. That is going to serve you long term, like you said, Teresa. You know, you don't want to waste time like taking down clients and like manually booking. You know, that's not like you. Ha- you're so busy. You have a lot of other things to be doing, and so I think really just looking at your business and seeing that and choosing the structures that will serve you over the long haul is a is a huge part of the energy of this conjunction. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Are there things people should not be doing this year based on this conjunction? Oh, that is such a good question. Um, you know, given this conjunction and and given some of the other conjunctions that are going to be happening, I do not think that this is a year where I would advise people to take on a lot of debt. Um, for your business, and this is not a year where I would advise people to make risky financial investments in mm-hmm. their business. I think both of those things um, can, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of either of those things on a good day, but I think both of those things are really, really dangerous during this uh you know, the energy of this conjunction. I also think that it's a really good idea for people not to overschedule themselves. Again, going back to our discussion about time, um, you know, I think that with Saturn in the mix and with Pluto, I think overscheduling ourselves, which is so easy to do when you have your own business, is just something that you really want to steer clear from um, because I think this is a year where from a planetary perspective, you know, it can drain you. I mean, it can leave you being sick and it can really impact your business in some not great ways. So that's, that's my take on it. What about you, Teresa? Are there any things that you're saying do not do? I agree a million percent about not taking on extra debt. I really, really think yeah. that's one of the yeah. hardest yeah. things people could be doing right now. You know, so you don't need, I like to say, you don't need that chinchilla uh, office chair. You know, really, really be mindful right. about how much you're taking on. Um, and I would also say this is not the time to be undercharging or allowing people yes. to dicker with you about your prices. Um, so you certainly don't want to weaken your boundaries. Um, you know, keep your boundaries strong. But, you know, absolutely everything that you say, I, I would say I agree a thousand percent with. Now, Teresa, are there practical things that you think people should or should not be doing with this conjunction? Well, what I think they should be doing, raising the rates, especially because we have Uranus 
you know, in Taurus. Now, Uranus in Taurus, think about this for a second. Uranus hasn't been in Taurus for a long time. Last time Uranus was in Taurus, there was a lot of economic uncertainty because it was during the time of the Great Depression. So I think it's important to make sure you're charging a living wage, that you're charging enough, that your bills are covered. So not only do you not want to take on additional debt, but you certainly want to make sure that you are bringing in enough money, but also managing that money well. Because Saturn and Capricorn loves management. Manage your cheddar. Handle it. Because with this Uranus and Taurus thing, it might be unpredictable now for the next couple of years. This is not the time to be doing things that are really foolhardy. So think before you spend and manage that money well and make sure you're charging enough. I love that. I love that. All of those are good. Let me ask you this. What do you think the bigger picture is for business and the world in 2020? I mean, what's your opinion about that? Well, you know, it's funny that you asked that question because I I did a class. I did a free teaching class on this conjunction in early, early January. And I, you know, one of the things that I talked about in my class was I said, you know, when you look at the history of this particular conjunction, there's a lot of global conflict that comes with it. And, for instance, you know, Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated during a Pluto-Saturn conjunction, and that kicked off World War I and indirectly kicked off World War II because of the way that the Treaty of Versailles was handled at the end of World War I. Mm. So I said in my call, you know, I am expecting to see more global conflict, you know, and more warmongering among various nations. And, of course, that night happened to be the night when the United States took out the Iranian general and, of course, ushered us into that whole conflict with Iran. So, and I had people, you know, emailing me, and they were like, whoa, you were not kidding. And I was like, no, I am not kidding. So, you know, from a business perspective, I think that this is a year where it's really important to be well-informed about mm-hmm. <laughs> current events and global events. I think that all of us business owners, especially those of us working in the sacred arts industries, need to be aware of what is actually happening because I think one of the charges that can sometimes be levied against us is that, you know, we're not aware, we're not savvy about what's actually going on in the world. So I think we need to be. But that also means you really need to vet where your news is coming from. Because as we all know, there's a huge problem with biased news delivery right now. And so we really need to vet that. Um, And we also need to be aware of what's happening. And then we need to have practices that keep us centered no matter what's going on. I think that the conflict that we see on multiple levels this year, I think one of the important things to remember about conflict when Pluto is in the mix is that ultimately the conflict is aimed towards the birth of what is new and what is needed and what is necessary for us to really come into right relationship with power and with Mm -hmm. healing But, you know, there's, like, some rocky terrain that we have to travel before we get there. And I think that we're in a year where there's a lot of rocky terrain. 
So, you know, we, we as business owners need to be aware of that. From a super practical standpoint, you know, most mystical businesses are counter-cyclical, which means that when people are worried, when people are, you know, stressed out, or when the stocks plunge, our businesses tend to do better. Education is also a counter-cyclical business. And so a lot of mystical business owners may find themselves busier this year than they have been in previous years. And so that's also something to kind of go into the year planning for. Give yourself pockets of time where if opportunities arise, you can be present and available. I love that. I think that's really, really brilliant advice. I, and, you know, there's so often we get so busy and we want to put our head on the sands and not deal with what's happening in the outer world, and we need to pay attention to what's happening out there. Absolutely. So I agree. I think, I think it's important. I really think that that's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. So, yes. Now, I want to ask you, Teresa, the United States is currently in its Pluto return. Yeah. That we've been paying attention to. So yes. what do you think about that? And how might the Saturn Pluto conjunction impact U.S. business? Because this well, is a big deal. It, it's a huge deal because the United States is a very young country. And you know, the Pluto return, basically what that means is Pluto is in the place it was in, quote-unquote, when you're born. That will never happen to a human being, but to countries. When a country is born, that's, you know, you want to pay attention to where Pluto is. And Pluto now is back in Capricorn, which it was in when the United States was born. And so what happened during that time when the United States was formed? Well, we, Pluto was in Capricorn. We did not like the old government. Remember, Capricorn rules government. And so we basically told England to stick it, and we started this new country. And what's happening now is we are seeing our government is going through a really intense time of change right now, and that is because our country now looks much different than it did over 200 years ago when it was first formed. Um, So everything is looking different. Back then when they formed their government, it was formed for a bunch of, you know, and I'm, I'm saying this not to be mean or anything, for a bunch of white men. Because the guys forming it were not, there were no women there or people of color, right? Everything is very different now. And so what we're seeing is is that people are going to be saying, listen, we we want this government to change to reflect us. And so I think over the next couple of years, while Pluto finishes this up, it's Pluto return, we are going to be seeing a lot of change happening because more and more people are going to be speaking up and saying, we do not want the old way anymore. And the old way is hanging on for dear life. I mean, it is hanging on for dear life. But dinosaurs hung on for dear life, too, for all we know, and they're gone, too. So I think there's going to be a lot of change. So I think as far as business is concerned, we have to be more inclusive because the world has changed. We have to really think about that. We have to think about our words, how we're um, working with people, how we're treating them. And we also have to realize that the old way of doing business isn't the same anymore. Everything is going high-tech. The younger people, they grew up with technology. Everything is going to be very, very different four years from now. So the smartest thing that we can all do is get with the program and not be shutting people out because they're different. And we have to think about how we can be, again, very inclusive because our country is very different than it was many years ago. Just my two cents. I love that. Yeah. 
It's a lot to yep. think about. Absolutely. But, you know, it is. And you know, evolution. You know, can hear and feel like this is this is scary. And what I would say is it's not scary, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and change is not always comfortable, mm-hmm. but this is this is change that really is it's working towards the whole. You know, one of the things that I will not be surprised to see in the United States as we as we round off this Pluto return is a redefining of what the common good is because we've yep. had a lot of disagreements about that and I think that, that but I think we're talking about it and that's messy mm-hmm. but it's necessary. It's messy but it's necessary. Exactly. And we have to talk about these things. We absolutely have to talk about things. So it's all good. Yeah. It's all important. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So that wraps up this episode of Talking Shop. We've given you guys some good points to think about in working with the energy of this conjunction, which, as we said, really flavors the whole of 2020. So, Teresa, what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? Well, my biggest takeaway is that, you know, we really do need to think about the financial aspect, which you brought up so brilliantly. And I, I do love what you say, even though I'm kind of doing things a little bit different. But I think <clears throat> depending on your business model, really thinking about how we are making it, how we're making it for people to pay. I think that's really something to think about. Yeah, yeah. I think What about you? Huge. I really love what you brought up about structure. I mean, Saturn is so much about structure, as is Capricorn. And, you know, as we see some structures not working any longer, like this business as usual no longer works, really thinking about our own ways of running business and asking, well, what is and is not working for us? You know, I think that's a hugely important thing to do all of the time. But it's kind of nice because right now we're really supported by the planetary energy to do it in a very effective way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So lot we've got lots of good things to think about with this current um with this current uh, Saturn or with this current Saturn Pluto thing and I think it's gonna impact I think a lot of our businesses are gonna look different by the end of the year. Just my thoughts. So Yeah, yeah. I like it. So last but not least, a few announcements. Teresa, is there anything you want our listeners to know about that's happening in your business world? Any upcoming classes, new projects, things like that? Well, you know, the biggest thing I want to tell people is that I have the AstroBiz Digest available. And the AstroBiz Digest is a weekly horoscope that is specifically for business owners. And it will map out all the things that are happening in the sky so that you can make great decisions about your business. What about you, Bree? Anything you want to share? You know, I have, first of all, I just have to say, I subscribe to the AstroBiz Digest, um, and I actually, I pay for my subscription, and I love it so much. I use it every single week, and I think I told you this before, I like, I can do all of the astrology, but it's so nice to have you do it so that I don't have to. <laughs> I so appreciate that. <laughs> 
Well, I I love that. Yeah, I love it. It's a great service. So for me, um, the big news is that uh, Call to the Crossroads, which is a year-long training in various sacred arts and magical practices, is open for registration. Um, We're going to start in May, and this year's uh, course is going to be centered around my book, Making Magic. So we are going to look at making magic as a lifelong practice. And so we're going to talk about super practical things like time management for the busy magician, house blessing and house charming, all kinds of really good practical things. And so if you're interested in that, you can head over to my website and get all of the details. I love that. And people, you need to get over there. All right, people. Well, that's it. We are wrapping this up. Um, But before we sign off, a happy reminder. If you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. Just go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're there. Bree, where can they find the podcasts on your site? Everyone, you can go to BrianaSafi.com, B-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-U-S-S-Y.com. You can click on the free resources tab, and both the current show and the archives will show up right there. Awesome. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this episode, and please join us again for another Round of Talking Shop next month, and until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? You all can find me at briannasafi.com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. be mad or terrified but you still got to keep doing your work because the world needs your work and you've got to remember that your work is needed do you have any advice for anybody who's coming out with their first book and they're getting freaked out about the prospect of a bad review you know my advice is that you have probably already said to yourself the harshest things about your work. Mm. In my experience, right, that inner critic, the inner voice, you know, whatever resistance is what Stephen Pressfield calls it, whatever you want to call it. I I work with published authors. I work with published authors that are New York Times bestsellers and win all kinds of prestigious literary prizes. And you would think, like, Oh, well, they don't have the same internal dialogue that I do about how my work is worthless and sucks and is terrible and nobody will ever want to read it. Um, but they do, right? Like every single author and writer that I have worked with, we all have this internal voice that pops up from time to time and is just totally not helpful. But the right. nice thing about it is that you have probably already said the harshest things about your work to yourself. 
And, and so the negative reviews that will come probably can't touch the self-criticism that you've already engaged in. And I think that that really takes the pressure off of everything, you know, because the fact of the matter is, is that you still accomplished what you set about to accomplish despite that inner negative voice. Like you still have a book or you still have a class or you still have a card deck or a workshop or whatever. So you know that you will survive because you have survived yourself in this respect. So I think that that's a helpful thing to remember. Absolutely. You will survive because you will. You will get through this. (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) So on that note, I think it is time to wrap up this episode of Talking Shop through Teresa. What was your biggest takeaway from this discussion? I love your rituals. I love, love, love the rituals. I mean, even just the simple act of washing your hands, putting on new clothes, when you're feeling upset about uh, a negative review, I just think that's such great advice because we really want to get that energy off of us as quickly as possible so we can keep on doing our work. So that was my favorite, favorite piece of advice. What about you? Anything that you enjoyed about this conversation? Any piece of advice that you're going to take away? Oh, my gosh, they were so... So, so much. Um, but I, you know, I really like the reminder, Teresa, that, that in the case of the fake negative reviews, you can, there is a protocol in a lot of places, and you can, you know, petition to have those removed. It may not always work, but I think that that gives people a practical action to take on, and my justice-loving Libran self approves of restoring justice. So I like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I've I've had some fake ones that I've had taken down. Not all, but some. And it does feel empowering because I think one of the things that we need to know too is those review sites, they've originally it was a good idea to be able to leave reviews about books or businesses or whatnot, but they got kind of they ran amok. You know, there's a lot of trolls out there that got a lot of bad ideas. So Having a recourse for that or having the ability, again, to know that, you know, you're going to have to just face that because, unfortunately, these review sites often have opened the doors for people to be jerks for no reason, and you just got to get over it. So, But, yeah, we can go on and on about this, and we have to move along. And so before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free. You can listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Just look for Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree. You're going to find all the episodes there. You can also visit the Talking Shop archives on my website, thetarolady.com. Click on Podcasts, scroll on down to Talking Shop. It's all there. Bree, where can they find us on your site? You guys, head over to BreeOnnesHockey.com. Click on the free resources tab. The archives and the current Talking Shop show will both show up there. And if you like this show, Please take a moment and leave a kind, speaking of reviews, leave a kind review on iTunes. Uh, that's good karma, guys. Come on now. Anyhow, it'll help more <laughs> metaphysical, <laughs> it'll help more metaphysical right. business, right. It'll help more metaphysical business owners find their way to Talking Shop. And that is a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where are you? Where are they going to find you? You guys can find me at com. Thanks again so much for listening. 
keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. You guys, stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will.